It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. Hot and tag. Welcome to the Ned and Josh podcast for another day. That's not good. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good. It's just a repurposing so. of Gutentag. I know yeah, what it yeah. was, but it's good, like you said, Gutentag. So that would make it Podent Putentag. Uh, yeah, Putin. No, thank you. Why uh, don't, yeah, no, you're right. Let's just say hello and welcome into the Ned and Josh podcast. What about um, Bonjour? Like instead of Bonjour, Bonjour. Mate, Bonjour. we do these every day. You're going to need to leave me some for the <laughs> next week. Podnichiwa. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> okay. I've maybe burnt through the best you ones did. as well. You did. You really did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come back. Now I'm going to have to actually think about these over the weekend. Um, look, we we are very excited that you're here for another Ned and Josh podcast. Unfortunately, I must start with some panic. Okay. And it's not, not at a disco, unfortunately. The best kind of... Well, I feel like... That's the only like, good panic. Um, it'd be very dangerous in person, but they do do... They make a nice song. They do make a nice song. <laughs> until their last album. But it's the reason it was their last. Ned. Yeah? Very unfortunate news. I've seen a headline that has me panicked. The aforementioned panicked. Okay, what's happened? Devastating. Fury as Costco closes popular location. Not the Canberra one, surely. As a Canberra-based podcast, it's always been a delight and a surprise to me as a Canberra resident that we have a Costco. It's great. Like it, it, we would be the smallest Costco town, surely. A hundred percent. It's almost like a, it's an adult theme park is what Costco's are. Um, yeah, I just immediately assumed it was ours. Uh, great news. It's not. Oh, what a... Yeah, it is a relief. Okay. It's a relief. Well, as I said, it's like an adult playground. And so you really... I love it. I've, I've, yeah. Love just going to Costco to walk around. It's I great. I don't even buy stuff. It's just great. But I, I like seeing how much quantity they can put into different things. Like, mm-hmm. I got two litres in a bottle once of sriracha. That's too much probably sriracha. Probably why they're having a sriracha shortage at the yeah. moment. But mm. I had it for a while and it... I. Before I even used a quarter, it went out of date. Yeah, well, of course. That's, that's <laughs> it was way it, too much. As is the Costco way. <laughs> yes. um, can I say quickly, though, that this the Costco that is closing isn't a giant surprise to me. And in fact, if you're thinking, well, don't gloat about the fact that, you know, yours isn't closing. There are still going to be a bunch of people unemployed and that's terrible. Yeah. The great, great news is, yeah, the one's closing actually is only relocating. And once I tell oh. you the one that it is, I think you might go, that's way overdue. Okay. It's the Docklands one in Melbourne. Yeah, that is that one is odd because you have to walk through like a... A theme park to yeah. get there. There's, now, that's <laughs> yeah. where the, the big Melbourne Ferris wheel is. Yeah. There's a big arcade. There's a big entertainment precinct now. The factory outlets are there. Like, the Costco is so out of place now. Like, you see people either going there for entertainment or to buy clothes. Mm. And then there's a guy coming out with, like, 400 rolls of toilet paper. Like, the Costco doesn't make sense to be there anymore. Only if you were getting, like, the 50 cent or the dollar hot dogs they were making. That's all that they could sell there that would make sense. Would not surprise me if the local restaurants in the area now have banded together to be like Costco needs to go because we're, we're over here charging $9 for a bowl of chips and they've got 50 cent hot dogs. We need to get rid of these guys. We actually do need to cut these guys out because it seems like they don't care at all. Okay, so what I want to say now the panic. If you are, if you are living in Canberra, when I first told you this headline if you're living anywhere else that has a Costco and you panicked a little bit when I first told you this, hot, uh, this headline you you often hear that we don't appreciate things until they're gone. Mm. You don't know how lucky you used to be. Yeah. Go to your Costco. Go and enjoy it. Go and enjoy it. Spend some time. that panic that you had when I first said, oh, maybe it's Canberra's, yeah. 
I haven't been there in about six months. Have you been there recently? I don't think I've been there in a year, to be honest. What are you doing? I- Get down there, enjoy it, be appreciative of it. It is amazing that we have a Costco. Don't take it for granted. I'll make the commitment to you that I will go and see it, but I'd like the commitment from Costco to tell their do- like their greeters to chill way out. Yeah, it is a give and take thing. Because yeah. they demand your Costco card before you've even really stepped foot. They're yeah. like, well, look, we don't want to give up any space to someone who's not here to spend cash. Yeah, there's no... And there's also no in-between. The person either wants you to essentially present your birth certificate well they don't care and that can't be the two levels of the spectrum it really is like some people you show it to them and they're like yeah I didn't need to cool. see that and I'm like, what do you no, want a medal you did yeah. because the other guy nearly basically Spe- chased me yeah. into the car park I nearly so. got spear tackled last time I walked in here looking for soy sauce so no I know it is important I've got a story I want to do, but I'm really nervous to tell it because I feel like it's going to upset people and then we'll get letters and it'll be a whole thing. <laughs> is it worth it? At this point, nothing, no I damage has been done. Do, I do think it is worth it. Okay. And, and it's just going to have to be prefaced. And I'm going to preface it by saying, I think this is a terrible news story. <laughs> and the fact that it's actually the second one of these in a little while is not good either. Mm. Somebody down on the South Coast has found a whole bunch of blue gropers dead. And they're protected fish. and Very bad. That happened up in Sydney as well. This isn't good. Like, not good at all. We're trying to... washing up or what's happening? No, people are, like, fishing them. them. And it's... You're not supposed to. Blue gropers, their numbers aren't where they need to be. We're trying to help them stop it. Stop fishing blue gropers. I think it's very, very bad. I... This is where... where, Once again, I've said all the things I need to say. This is not good. This is not good at all. Could not be more against against making animals extinct. I've never eaten a blue groper. I don't think we're doing it. You don't know. I've never been more... No, even if they're delicious, we shouldn't be doing it. You know what is kind of funny to me about fishing with endangered things? You don't know until you've pulled it up and then you're like, oh, Oh, no! It's like if you opened a Kinder Surprise and there was like an atom bomb in there. Oh, God! The problem is there is, unfortunately, in this particular discovery on the South Coast, a lot of them. So Mm. somebody did not... like. Gross. Okay. Terrible. Here's the reason I'm talking about this. Yeah. The newspapers referred to it as whole family of blue gropers slain at South Coast Dive Spot. Can a fish be slain? <laughs> I don't... I love fish. Like, my first pet was a fish. I've what, had... I've what had was a, their name? My p- first pet? Yeah, your I, p- first for pet fish. I'm not going to say that because it's like you can get me into passwords and stuff with that. Oh. I'm not saying that I am my first pet. What's the? You've had a few fish though, haven't you? Yeah. What, what, name it, give us at least the name of one of them. Lord Megaprawn. <laughs> Optimus Brine. I had a Transformers nautical thing going yeah, for a really while. Yeah, really were going yeah. through a very, yeah. very specific niche thing. I love fish. Good names. That actually proves to me you do love fish because you're putting fish. a lot of effort into their names. And by the way, that's all you can do for fish. I don't think they can be slain. I think that's a word that only can be used for... I don't want to say people, but I think maybe... I think so. Like, yeah, I don't think you can say slain for fish. Because... Slain is an adjective. Of, it's the most. It's slaughtered. It's awful. Like yeah. it's the most horrific descriptor for someone being killed. Mm-hmm. I think it's. It can't be used for fish. Okay, I've <laughs> once again. In- I don't want letters. I don't think the fish should be killed. <laughs> I just don't think that's the adjective that should be used when they are killed. <laughs> okay, for the for the second time in as many days, I'm on thesaurus.com. Okay. <laughs> We might, at, the, at this point, have to start paying them yeah, dividends. Okay, but, yeah. okay, here we go. You tell me, because in, in my mind... Which one's the best one for a fish? I'm going to give you... There's, there's okay, four. Yeah, right. There's yep. four. Mm-hmm. One of them's way worse than slain, okay? Mm, okay <laughs> you yep. try and figure out which one it is. 
killed. Mm. I feel like that's more appropriate. Yep. Murdered. No, that's on the line. Once again, it's a little intense for fish. Dead? Yeah, that, that's fine. what I would have gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. So through process of elimination. Yeah, I knew there was something coming. Assassinated. <laughs> You know what? You know what? Because yeah. and I'll I'll win some animal fans back here. Maybe. All right, you ready? Yeah. Because of how much of a dick you have to be to kill an endangered fish on purpose, I think it should be assassinated. <laughs> I think we go the other way. That's the crime you're charged with: blue groper assassination. Slain just is. We need to reserve it for more important. Yeah, things. I think. But blue groper assassination? That's a crime now. I need to stop laughing. I'm laughing at the context. We're laughing at the thing, not, not the thing. We're laughing at the thing, thing not, not the thing. thing. <laughs> Talk about nailing um, the climate that's currently going on with fashion, but also being very confident in yourself. Um, do you know who this... Who are you talking about? Because it's not either one of us. No, it's definitely not <laughs> either one of us at all. Do you know who the CEO of Crocs is? Like the shoes? Sarah Croc- Crocs... Are you done, or is it, it seems so, like there's more coming? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. His name's Sarah, Sarah Croxworth. His name's Andrew Reese. Oh, okay, kind of close, I guess. <laughs> um, no, no, not at all. I was trying to give you something, but you've really given me nothing to work with. Um, they're at an all-time high. Crocs are like boom. Business is booming. I think Justin Bieber is largely responsible for that. I think yeah. him wearing Crocs in lots of different places has given permission for people to wear Crocs in lots of different places. And Post Malone had his own line he of Crocs, too. and yep. everyone's mm-hmm. like, everyone. A lot of people are getting their own line of Crocs. I've got Crocs. I never thought I would, and I've got a pair. I love them. They're super comfortable to just go and like take the bins out or like jobs around the house. I wear my Crocs. And you were very anti-Croc. As I well. was massively anti-Croc. I, I thought they were a Croc. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I really don't want to get back on track, but <laughs> I'm really need to. opening myself up to more of this. But um, I also was pretty anti Croc, and I very much I should have asked for Crocs for Christmas, and I didn't I, for whatever reason. So I don't have them, but I'm very jealous of people who do. Just asking Andrew about why he thinks that they're doing so well. He obviously said that they benefited massively from the pandemic. People just yeah, like staying, staying at home and wanting to chill out, not really having to be present all the time. But he's saying nowadays that business is booming because people just don't really want to dress smartly anymore and no one really cares anymore. Is that what, is that a quote or is that what... Well, probably... You're paraphrasing. Like more emphatic than that. He said... Business is booming because people just don't want to dress dress smartly anymore. So that's actually what he said. But I mean, I kind of... Is that crapping on your own product? Like, yeah, it's obviously saying to him that like, you know, it is what it is. We we all are understanding. We're pretty aware that these are daggy looking uh, bits of gear. But he couldn't be more right. I, I like no, that's true. I, I think hundred yeah. percent agree. I see people down the street all the time now, um, and I think, geez, that person's made absolutely no effort. And admittedly, that's usually a reflection in a shop window, and it's me. <laughs> but like, I, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I realized what I was saying in that moment was super mean. So I'm like, I have to turn this into being about me now. <laughs> yeah, and it could honestly be about you. But no, Canberra do better. We're dressing terribly. It's not even Canberra. It's th- like globally, last year they made three billion dollars in annual sales. At, and it says Crocs. Yeah, he said at this scale, wow, the global foot brand and what scale it gives you is a large innovation machine. You can afford to innovate. You can afford to try new things and afford to create new materials. Look, this guy is seemingly pretty high on his own supply. He's talking the talk, but I also, other than myself, 
And I feel like slides fall into the same category as Crocs. I don't know anyone who doesn't have a, a, some variation of a Croc. Can you repeat to me the innovation thing and the experimentation that they're going to be trying? This year, Crocs, rada, 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 scale gives you a large innovation machine. You can afford to innovate, you can afford to try new things, and you can create new materials. Have Crocs looked any different in the 20 years that they've been a thing? And I think they're always been made out of rubber. I was going to say, when are we doing the innovation (laughs) machine? When are we starting that one up, gang? Also, create create new materials. What are we, like, branching out the periodic table? Hey, guys, um, we've made so much money, we've actually found a new element. Yeah. It's... Crubber, which is just the rubber that we're going to be using in Crocs oh from now on. Invent Flubber. Please do it. Well, I don't know. How would they even go? Have you seen Flubber? Sentient mischievous goo. Let's do, do it. I have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> so you clearly didn't understand any of it, but it was a complete mistake. <laughs> so are Crocs. <laughs> this is a bizarre story because it involves an American suing a company, which they... Jeez, we've told a few of those stories recently. Yeah, but this one's justified. Honestly... Maybe even t- taking it pretty easy, which is not what Americans are known for when they decide to take things to the legal stance. Yeah, right. Uh, happened in Florida as well. So, mm. like, good, a lot of restraint shown by people that you really yeah, wouldn't expect. It's a Florida from. story now. So, this is even like the jackpot version of a normal. Yeah, okay. So, lay it on me. Why is this person showing restraint? Paul. Uh, don't want to uh, butcher his last name. So, his first name's Paul. Um, he's filed a lawsuit. Um, this Wednesday because he went into a Dunkin' Donuts, so like a coffee shop in America, very yep. popular. Um, he's gone in there and he's needed to use the bathroom. Now, he's, you know, he's also a paying customer, so all above board on that regard. So he's, They're really strong about that in America, aren't they? They really yeah. are. And a lot no of free the, toilets. A lot of the times you can just buy something that's a dollar and go like, all right, well, I'll be in the toilet now for an hour. Healthcare not the, and not toilets. Be. <laughs> you have to pay for both. <laughs> exactly. Now, Paul is... Gone to go to the toilet, um, and an empo- employee told him before he went to use the toilet, there is a problem with the toilet, and there's been previous incidents, but didn't go into any of the details. That'd be enough for me, by the way. To go, would to that be enough there. for you? Yeah, 100%. if an employee of a shop went, look, there's been incidents with the toilet. Don't go in there. Yeah, I'd be like. <laughs> Heard Why? loud and clear, yeah. <laughs> understood. Un- understood. I don't need to see the horrors because, yeah, I worked in a coffee shop. Coffee is one goes of goes through you, goes through you quickly. And so, I worked in a coffee shop where I would quite frequently have to clean the toilets there. And let me tell you, mm. no, thank you. I'm glad I don't haunting. have to do that. Yeah, it's it truly is haunting. It's honestly sometimes surprising that people manage to <laughs> do the things that they could do in there. But Paul has gone in, so gross. It, oh, and I and I'm I'm not even scratching the surface, but that's a story for a different podcast. Paul's gone in. Which one? A different one. Like, I'm not saying tomorrow's. I'm saying we'll have to make another podcast. the least popular podcast in the world. The most disgusting stories that mankind can produce. The podcast. Mm -hmm. Paul's gone in there. He's gone to go to the toilet. And the toilet has exploded on him, covering him in human feces, urine, and debris. We think it's human. Well... Unless a dog's come in there, it's very, very trained. Some people do train their dogs to do that. <laughs> it's true, but I... Yeah, also, that's gross. So, the, basically, just everything that a toilet has to offer, Paul's now dealing with that. Yeah, uh, he's walked out looking for attention or help, I guess, and they've gone, say, no <laughs> way. <laughs> no. Jeez, you're carrying on a bit, mate. You're covered in everything. Look at your attention seeker, Paul. You're carrying... He's looking for help is what he's looking for. Um. So, 
Paul has also suffered bodily injury because the toilet has exploded on him. So he's oh, been hit by no. debris, and you won't you won't believe it, but has also required mental health care as well. I would imagine. Yeah. How much do you think that that would go for? Like in your mind, if that happened to you, so you just went to the toilet and went, "Hey, it's a bit dodgy." They already even knew it was dodgy, and then you got covered in a toilet's worth of everything that goes into a toilet and also porcelain shrapnel. How much would you ask for? Ooh, that's a good call. Um, yeah, because I would want to be reasonable as well. I wouldn't think that, you know, this is just... They didn't intend for this to happen, but they obviously... the, the Well, yeah, you think about the aforementioned, they knew there was something wrong with the toilet, but so they're, they're putting off fixing it. People trip over it. 500 like- grand. Five hundred thousand yep. dollars. That's not bad. Five hundred grand. But because you see people trip over at Disneyland and sue for like five million. Yeah, and I think they're being ridiculous. So and I would say, yeah, five hundred grand. I think Paul has way more of a case, which means he asks for less because he's going to get it. He's asking for a hundred thousand dollars. That's way too nah, little for nah, me. It'd be five hundred grand for me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I want you to buy me a house outright yeah. if that happens mm-hmm. to me. That I want is you to awful. buy me somewhere that at least has four working toilets. <laughs> I want a. I want a three beddy, four bath. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want. I do like the judge going. Look, you can pay the hundred thousand dollars, or you can. Comp- completely redo Paul's plumbing in his house. <laughs> Just completely make it so this is never something he ever has to worry about again. Get, then get the same plumber to do your shop so this doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen to anyone else ever again. <laughs> you and I were attending some business today. Um, we were attending to business. We were standing on business uh, and we went to the bank. Yep. Uh, which is pretty much all that you need to know for that because while we are at the bank, something incredibly unbank-like happened. Mm. Very interesting. Anytime I've been to a bank, it's always been quite boring. But this time, something crazy happened. And when I say crazy, I'm obviously being very, very dramatic. But Crazy for a bank. You and I were sat there um, just... The craziest, obviously, that can happen at a bank is it getting robbed. Exactly. We didn't see that. Didn't see that. And I was going to say, unfortunately, but you know what? Rather not be involved at all. No, I think it's good. I think it's good that we were involved in a bank robbery. (laughs) Yeah. We sat down. Not yet, anyway. We were trying to do whatever we were trying to do. And there was a guy who came in probably 10 minutes into our meeting uh, and sat next to us where we could just... There was no walls or anything. It was just plain as day. That That's you- a weird thing that banks do now. They they have an open plan. You guys like, don't guys, need it. Talking about the most uh, personal stuff I could possibly without uh, without maybe going into family history and stuff. So maybe put some walls up and a couple of doors. How Re- about that? Reading out some incredibly important numbers that could actually, like if someone yeah. heard them, write them down and like get me in a fair bit of Stop trouble. Stop with the open plan at a bank. This guy's one table over from us. He comes in hot. And start sitting down and going off at the, the teller or whatever because he's had massive troubles being overseas and trying to get money out. The whole story was trying to get money out and because I know it because he was yelling. Yeah. Trying to get money out but didn't tell the bank that he was going overseas. So the bank saw that someone was trying to spend money on his card overseas and it was just frozen his account. Yeah. He was mad that they should have called him and asked, hey, are you overseas? Without freezing his account, they saying, no, you need to tell us about Going overseas going before overseas. you do, which anybody who's travelled recently will know. Yeah, a lot of bank accounts do. You do have to give the heads up before you go. Yeah, it's and a pretty common feature. It, admittedly, from what I understand about overseas travel, is a new feature. Yeah, but it, it's common. It's pretty common, and I've done it every time we've been overseas, yeah. just in case, just in case they see and know. Because ca- calling my bank from overseas would be a massive pain. I'm also going to ask my bank for the information back one day, and it'll be like a little reverse passport. Yeah, I'll be like look at all the places I've been. Look That's at this. fun. This is cute. Yeah. Um, he was mad. He was furious. And he was giving it to the poor guy who was just there like, well, today's not my day, I guess. This is just something that's happening to me today. Uh, the guy kept going, look, that's obviously a policy. And the guy's like, no, you don't understand. Like, 
I was overseas and I couldn't get money out. Can I be clear? The guy understood perfectly. Yeah, the guy was like, what do you... Even I was, was like, what do you want me to do about it? it was more his vibe. He was like, I, there's nothing I can do to help you now. This has already happened. Exactly right. And I was sitting a table over from him and completely agreeing with the teller of like, this has happened. And also, I didn't make the call. I didn't, yeah. I didn't get on to the bank and go, hey, I don't know what to Cancel tell. this guy's card. Get this guy the hell out of here. I don't agree at all with how this guy handled it, but I will give some. I would give some things that I picked up that I actually think help, oh, okay. help his yeah, case. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. The guy was overseas trying to get mm-hmm. money out. He was in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. That to me is borderline overseas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think possibly, we have a very close relationship with, can our, I say with New Zealand. That several of the banks, including one of them who has it, had the initials in its name, yeah. several of our banks also operate in New Zealand. <laughs> the only time in the, my recent memory that I've not called my bank was when I went to New Zealand. <laughs> Because my bank doesn't have the letters in it. But even then, I was like, they'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll work it out. And they did. Also, the guy being like, don't... Okay, cancel the thing. But don't freeze my card while I'm overseas. Yeah, that's probably true. I think also gives a lot of... If someone's going on a shopping spree, maybe just cancel each additional transaction until I can get in contact with you. He also was like, you should have called me. Mm, That's not on the bank. That's on you. It was a very strange dynamic where I was like, I agree with this guy. The way he's going about it is awful. And also, this teller doesn't care. And neither do I. And I'm hearing it. So, let it go. Do you know what this whole interaction made me realize, though? Yeah. It's it's indicative of a bigger problem. Mm. Uh, And corporate Australia, get ready to hear me (laughs) and hear me well. The only time people interact with employees in person at places like this anymore is when there's a problem. 100%. When there's an unsolvable problem. Because I, I go when I go to the bank now, I'm like, they, the first thing they ask you is, have you tried to do this online? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah. And then I'm already angry. And I'm like, you're in a bad mood. The poor tellers at banks, the only reason they ever see people face-to-face anymore is because somebody failed to do something online. A hundred percent. And so they're already angry. No, gone are the days where someone would come in and go, I've just got some coins to deposit, yeah. and it'd be a lovely interaction. That doesn't happen anymore. I'd like to just get a, a balance check. Like, tell me how much money I have. I have no idea. Or the best one. I'd like to just withdraw money, thank you. It's, I'm about to go spend it on a bunch of stuff I'm excited about. It's exactly what they were meant for. I will say, I forgot about this part, the, the teller was not helping this dude at all because he was like look I need to make an account I need to make a uh, a meeting to go and have another meeting in the future and the guy's like yeah you can't do it here you'll have to do it in town <laughs> and then he said the only place you can do that ironically is online is online <laughs> and then sat with him with his computer and got to every step except the last one where he booked it and went so like that and then cancelled the tab yeah. and went so you go home and do that Th- mate try to get this guy a little less angry yeah, at that you. was that was just the teller getting a bit of his own back yeah, he and was I- like you know what you've been yelling at me for 20 minutes I'm going to stuff you around for a bit I appreciate that as well <laughs> as a country we've gone too hard on emus <laughs> okay in what regard we've put all our chips on red red being emus and it's um, and black being kangaroos is that what you're saying yeah, that's that, the that's other it, one yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'd say um, they're not special and mm. the thing that's alerted me to this most recently obviously they're on the coat of arms uh, I saw an ostrich on this viral TikTok the other day that is, I thought it was an emu, but it's an ostrich. Yeah. And it got me thinking of like, there are heaps of birds that look like emus. There actually are a few. Now that you say it, yeah, which so it's to make not it, necessarily yeah. the most, we have, honestly, in a, in this country, we have far more special birds or unique birds. birds. Yeah, yeah. Kookaburras, mm-hmm. lyrebirds, I don't know, um, 
that's kind of it that I can think <laughs> of off the top of my head. But still, that's two that are better than an emu for I at d- least being identifiable. To be uniquely ours, I think we've picked... We've gone in way too hard on emus. Well, and I think we need... Coat can of we, arms, can we walk? Can we walk it back? I think we can walk it back. I think... I think it'll be when we become a republic. We, we can, can have, walk it we, back we then. Can have a big, yeah. We can have a look at everything and go like, hey, let's like change the coat of arms. The way a, a kangaroo's fat tush and a emu's fat tush bookend the coat of arms. We have I a very get, dumpy coat yeah, of arms. I, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Dump truck coat of arms. I get it. Yeah. But I don't think that is enough of a reason to put the emu on there. I couldn't agree more. What are the other birds? like? The, you, you've got your um, ostrich, um, but... Yeah, maybe that's it. But the point I'm making is the ostriches look like emus and nothing looks like a platypus. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I was we say, swap out emu for platypus. Ostriches have like white necks and heads, but that's not enough. What it, so I think wombats look too much oh, like beavers. Wombats look a little little like beavers. Or like little wolverines. Um, Echidnas look too much like porcupines. Yeah, dingoes look a little bit too much like wolves. Just like or just like yep. a dog. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna like it, and it's gonna seem like it's biased. Tasmanian Devil's pretty unique. Oh, yeah, but no. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> you know, like, opossums? Like, possums oh, that are yeah. I think they kind of look like Tasmanian Devils. And a, to de- Tasmanian Devils just sort of look like small dogs. What about yeah. a, a koala, I guess, looks too much koala like looks a bear? Like, but I also would, I would go there. I think next to kangaroos, koalas are Australia's most famous animal. So you'd put a koala... I mean, yes, I would agree it's its most famous animal, but you don't want to... I thought we were going for silhouettes. So you would go with a koala over a platypus? I got to be honest. I don't want to talk about this anymore, and the only reason I don't want to talk about it anymore yeah. is because I've I, I uh, my brain has not been able to escape the fact that our coat of arms is an absolute dump truck. Yeah, we've got the thickest coat of arms. I think what any. we need to do is just double up the kangaroos, <laughs> just one facing one way, one facing the other way. Have them fighting. Yeah, yeah. That's well, cool. yeah, maybe just looking at each other. Yeah. Put some boxing gloves on them. Doesn't give a like that we're a very chill country <laughs> no. if their coat of arms is fighting. I wasn't talking about fighting. I'm just talking about <laughs> thickness. And one kangaroo facing one way, one kangaroo facing the other way. Job Perfect. done. <laughs> couple of days ago, uh, you called me out, rightfully so. Mm. It's, it's uh, definitely a problem that I have where I quite often will not know what I'm talking about, but I'll be very confident about it. Yeah, you do. Confidently I think wrong. I think it's a defense mechanism. So you maybe are starting to question yourself, but you're mm. like, no, I'm in now. I'm going to double down and make the person who thinks they're right think they can't be right because of how confident I am. Correct. It's like, I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. Well, I have a very strong suspicion I'm wrong. All that's going to happen now is I'm going to be proven wrong. But maybe my confidence can change the tides and this person will just go, well, I mean, seems pretty confident. I think we can trace it back to where this all began. Because I can't tell you, but... You found the origin of where you've decided that confidence will replace certainty. Yeah. Um, I was home a couple of weeks ago and I have recently purchased myself a... Uh, very snazzy Jeff Goldblum shirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's got Jeff Goldblum. I've seen you wear it a couple of times since you come back to Canberra, so you obviously do love it. I do like it a lot, and I took it home with, with me to Tassie, uh, and I was showing it off because I really like it. He looks very fashionable. It's a cool shirt. I'm very stoked on it. I Have was they wh- had Jurassic Park down there in Tassie yet? Have they seen the first one? Well, it came out when I was born, I think. So that- Yeah, but I know I know that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, have they shown it on the island yet? Or- <laughs> it's a lot like Isla Nublar, actually, Tasmania is. <laughs> They're about to get a Jurassic Park because they haven't seen the movie. Just let me make my hillbilly jokes. No, I know. Yeah, I know yeah, yeah. No, no, I refuse. There's, no, there's got to be a way to work my way out of this. And I think I did that pretty well. I was wearing this shirt and my mum goes, um, I can't even remember who she said, but she said, oh... 
someone. Okay, so someone that's not Jeff Goldblum. Let's say she said... Alan Alder. Perfect. Odd. <laughs> I was going to say Kurt Russell, but sure, we can go with that. A different celebrity. She went, oh, great. Alan Alder. Alan Alder. My dad then goes, it's Jeff Goldblum. And my mum goes, oh. And goes, from Ghostbusters, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, my God. Who is famously not, <laughs> not in, in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. He looks, Jeff Goldblum looks a very, like a very, if, like, if the, he's the Waluigi version of Rick Moranis, who I think my dad was oh, thinking of. Yeah, okay. Yep. Jeff Goldblum sort of looks like if you got Rick Moranis and stretched him a to six and a bit. half foot. Yeah, like, yeah, he looks maybe. like a taller, thinner version yeah, of Rick Moranis. That's where I thought he was going. And I go, no, he's not in Ghostbusters. You're thinking of Rick Moranis. No, I'm not. He's in Ghostbusters. And I was like, do you. Like father, like son. Like this father, is like son. This is literally... Yeah, that's what we're seeing here. And I, I got the feeling. I can't believe I forgot it, but I got the feeling that you got the other day where you're like, I know this is true. I, look, I don't know about much, and I think that's what we eventually got to, where it's like, I don't really know anything, so I have to sort of be confident. Otherwise, I'll just not say anything. The one thing I'm confident in is movies. Yeah. And my dad going, he's in Ghostbusters, Ned. And I'm like... But you start questioning. Yeah, get all the money in your wallet out right now and put it on this table, and I will write you a check for however much you have. Let's bet on it because I've never been. I know that Jeff Goldblum is f- not in Ghostbusters. He wouldn't back down until I was like, all right, let's pull up the IMDb. And I had to scroll through, and I was like, you find me Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. And he just hands me back my phone after five minutes, and he's like, ah, was Rick Moranis. And I was like, it that was. That's not adequate. That's not an adequate apology. I, when I get it wrong, at least I go, yeah, you know what, whatever, which I actually didn't do the other day on the podcast. I think I tried to backpedal massively, but are you now trying to convince me that you always admit to being wrong, which is not at all true? And I know it's not at all true. I'm not trying to convince you of that, but you clearly think it. <laughs> I did something the other day that doesn't change my situation, doesn't make anything better, but it makes me feel a little bit better. Um, and I just hope the person that I did it to doesn't take it personally. Um, I was buying coffee the other day, which is very quickly becoming my least justifiable expense that I'm just getting. Because I have coffee at home, but having someone make it for you is always nicer. Just that little bit better. I don't know. I don't drink coffee, but well, yeah. They have professional machines. It's professional mm. baristas doing it. It's like my coffee machine at home that just goes... Argh. It's not as good as like <laughs> someone actually doing it very well. With a machine that also goes... Argh. But theirs costs $7,000 yeah. more than mine. Difference. <laughs> difference, difference. <laughs> exactly. It's like saying a Rolls Royce goes... Broom, and my... <laughs> My Mitsubishi 380 also goes... Broom. So they're the same product. Yeah, yeah, it's like, no, 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 they're really not. I think if you know anything about anything, you know that they're not. Uh, I went to go get a my order at the moment, which is an iced long black, um, which is, in essence, cold water over coffee beans. Yep. There's no milk. There's no, like... Nothing needs to happen. You just put a shot of coffee and then water and then ice. We've actually had a pod pal go on to and suggest that glacial water like a, uh, from a glacier could be poured over and then it would be bean juice poured over glacial ice, which would be it's pretty the only reason it should be super expensive. And you know what? That actually would sort of justify because it's the same price as like a almond macchiato. Well, macchiato Is it doesn't. really? They're like all pretty much the same price. So for a large nowadays, you're looking roughly at like between six to eight dollars. Whoa, that's what I mean. It's very quickly becoming something I'm not going to start keep doing or anything. Um, the other day I went into a shop. I didn't go through a drive-through. I like went into a shop to go get a coffee. The person told me the price of what a medium long iced long black was, and this is what I did next. That 
doesn't help them, doesn't help me, doesn't change the situation. So if they said the price. Tell me, go, tell me what the price is. So medium long black, six fifty. Okay, which, so I'll and, say, yep. And that's six fifty, sir. I did this. Ugh. Out loud? Out loud. And I did so the So not face. just body language. No, no, out loud and did the face of like Ugh. What did they do? They went, eh. <laughs> like they got like this is what I mean. It doesn't help me. Doesn't help I them. Agree. Doesn't help anyone. It's not their fault. It costs that much. It's not my fault that I think that that's a lot of money. It just makes me feel better that that I'm just outwardly saying to the universe, didn't love that. That's a lot. Got to be honest, yeah. didn't love that. Well, this is something you've already rallied. This is a repeat rally because you've already rallied about this on the podcast about bean water costing too much. It costs too much. Yeah, oh, I. But having a physical reaction to it again, think I actually would like to go the other way with this, and I think it's, I think this is the only way we're going to get the cost of living crisis down. Is yeah. if we actually start physically Recoiling. having a body a body language reaction <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to expensive prices. So if somebody goes, that'll be this, and you go, oh, uh, people get sick of seeing people make that face, and then they'll be like, well, maybe yeah, well, maybe we are taking the piss a little bit here. But unfortunately, the way capitalism works, I'm not sh- <laughs> I'm not doing it to the face of anyone yes, who could change anything. Yes, I'm just true. unfortunately making this poor kid who's probably older than me. Make, feel bad about making a coffee that they didn't charge the prices for. I used to hate it when people would come into the coffee shop I worked at and be like, for a medium? I'm like, yeah, mate, if it was up to me, guess what? They'd all be $1,000. So <laughs> you take it while you can get it. The fact it. that I'm here, I deserve more money. So yeah. yes, it would be $1,000. Yeah. The, way, the way you're getting upset, you're acting like I pull down $150,000 a year here. <laughs> Trust me, I don't even make the... F- the second part of that. I make the same noise and face when I get my paycheck. Yes. I go, really? Oh, God this, damn it. I don't think it's good for society because it's like you said, it's like, I'm sad, he's sad, but it's yeah. like, at least it's sharing in the sadness. I just like to get off the ground that I would, I'm not mad at, at baristas or anyone who's mm-hmm. in charge of the pricing unless it is like a ma and pa shop and you're like, well, it's 10 bucks for a little ice long black. Then I would be like, bring the manager out. <laughs> let me Let them see this face. Ugh. Ugh. Didn't love that. <laughs> like, what did you tread in something? No, I just paid for something Ugh. in your shop. Didn't love Fixed that. It. Oh yeah, but I I love my holiday house on the south coast. So yeah, yeah. I mean it all works out. In the my wash. boat doesn't pay for itself. But unfortunately, <laughs> it doesn't run on Iceland blacks, mate. It runs on the money you're about to give me. <laughs> Producer Michael's with us. How are you to end the week, Michael? Good boys. I'm very warm actually. How yeah, are you? It's hot today. It's, it's hot annoying. annoying. Yeah. We've left recording today's podcast till quite late in the afternoon, and it is hot in my <laughs> sun-facing apartment. Very annoying. It's not great. I mm-hmm. will. I, I just want to give that feedback no, straight sure, away. Sure. No. I do miss the air-conditioned studios that we used to have. I don't. But um, <laughs> yeah, I will say that yeah, the air conditioning was working better there. That's for sure. <laughs> it that's was what I meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> it was more monitored. Like this one, sort of like you got to turn it on. And it's got to cool down. Yeah. The other one was always on, which is good. It wasn't our problem. So temperature aside, mm. um, how's your week been? What are you thinking? Has we- anything grinded your gears this week? You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah, Please go. tell I us. I did have a feeling that's yeah. what this was going to be, <laughs> complaining about something good. So as on board as I am for the reduction in single-use plastics. Oh, right. no. We've Here already we talked about endangered fish. This is not good. Yeah. This is going to be going against the grain podcast today. We love the environment. <laughs> We do, but until there's a better alternative, um, I will. What, Mars. So- <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave the mess we've made. Yeah. 
I want to be on board with straw alternatives, but we all know that plastic straws are the elite versions. Mm, but they are, unfortunately. The bamboo ones are rad. You the never ba- see yeah. them anywhere. Bamboo ones are great, BJ's actually, in yeah. the city has the bamboo ones. They're yeah. very good. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see if we can invest more in that. But the other thing that caught my attention only very recently was when um, I ordered a pizza, not from like one of your major chains and everything, like your corner shop pizza shops, which are okay. usually mm. the best kinds of pizza. That's true. I've yeah, also they, found that. They're yep. elite. Yeah. Um, so what I, ha- I hadn't ordered one of those in such a long time that I received it, opened it up and realized, you know, that they used to have like those little plastic tables in the center of the pizza that the would keep the box table. from... Yeah. Yeah. People would use them for their dollhouses and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It was like a table a, mo- a mouse would sit at. Yeah. yeah very yeah. cute. Well, they're gone. Um, sorry. They're gone as well. Um, I guess that is a shit ton of plastic. It, that it, is yeah. a enough. lot of plastic. For like yeah. a minimal job. For straws, it's like, well, how else am I going to drink this drink? For that, it's like, mm. yeah, I just don't want my tea- pizza yeah, touching a of, my box. A lot of your main chains don't even have a thing to stop the box from yes. hitting the pizza. Yeah. They just let it hit... <laughs> <laughs> You'll figure it out at the end. Exactly, but what I so what they've replaced it with is another thing that stops the uh, the pizza box lid from crushing your pizza and taking the toppings off with you. Is that is, made of bamboo? It is not. Uh, it's <laughs> we don't even know what it is yet. So. <laughs> it's a little cardboard cross like intersection kind of thing mm-hmm. that is that stuck in the middle, stuck in in the grooves of the slices. Oh, so where they cut it? Okay, where they cut it, they put the cardboard thing in there, when the and then when you lift it up, the when cheese you, when would. It takes the cheese with it. Of course it does. Yeah. Oh, that's why the little table is good because that's spikes. And yeah. they spikes poke the into the yeah, pizza. Yeah. They didn't have to go into the grooves of the slices. And uh, it ruined my pizza night, if I'm yeah. being completely honest. It does. There's nothing worse than like the... We're doing the right thing, but at what cost? Yeah, yeah but yeah. also like yeah, the packaging <laughs> the packaging of something ruining the meal. It's like, oh, yeah. this is just meant to get it here. It's not meant mm-hmm. to like actively detract from what I'm eating. That's awful. Yeah, exactly. I don't no, like same, uh, not the same thing, but I guess it depends on who makes the subway sandwiches. I will say that out loud. The like when they when they overdo like the sauce and everything, and it gets all over the paper, and then suddenly you've got a see through paper. Yeah, yeah that's super bad. gross. That's yeah. bad. Yeah. So, look, the only thing I'll say here, and uh, this week we've actually had a couple of couple of talks about America, and I also feel bad about that because the American Embassy loved the show. So, thank mm. you very much for listening. If you are American. Um, yeah, as long as they're still wrapping each individual plastic cup in a sheet of plastic mm-hmm. to protect the plastic cup from getting contaminated by the other plastic cups. Japan was pretty bad for that as well. Yeah. Why can't we just have pizza tables? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we have pizza tables? It I don't is, want straws because I yeah. love turtles, but can we have pizza tables? Surely pizza ta- What's What animals dying on pizza tables other than, as you said, Mother mice. Earth. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, I don't count that yeah. as an animal. <laughs> that's part of the problem yeah <laughs> all right before we get out of here today i have to admit to a wholesale stuff up mm-hmm. uh i did the enya post yesterday on our instagram um and congratulations to the winner of that that is done now um commenting sail away was going to get you a 200 go boat voucher to spend at any one of their locations in gold coast sydney uh brisbane Canberra, mm-hmm. Melbourne, nailed no, no. uh, in the weirdest order. Yeah, possible. I was going to say no geography to that whatsoever. Don't do it like that again. No, but you've nailed was, them all. Well confusing. done. <laughs> um, yeah, I accidentally shared it to Facebook as well. Uh, I did see which that, which would suggest that there probably should be two. There should be one for Instagram and one for Facebook. Is that what we're saying? That's what's happening today. Yay! So somebody who's commented on the Facebook one <laughs> yeah. will win today's two hundred dollar GoPro. <laughs> 
really got to check that share to Facebook button and make sure it doesn't automatically do that. I got to be honest, no one listening now wants you to do that no, because yeah. you've just given away two things, yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah. But this is for something for you and I so that we continue to get sponsors mm-hmm, who are happy mm-hmm. with what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Let's just double check it one more time. So that'll be somebody on Facebook will win today <laughs> uh, and we'll be more GoPro vouchers next week. Uh, that's pretty much it though. Wrapping it up, I feel like I don't really have anything to say. I, 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 all I right. It's good that we have a daily podcast. Then no, no well, I, well, I have multiple things that I want to say, but I feel like it's just starting over again and getting into a negative. Like today, I went to park in my usual car spot, and I couldn't find anywhere. I had to walk park two blocks away, which is quite annoying. Because people are coming back. Yeah. Then I walked back. Like I had to walk past where I usually would park. Mm-hmm. All the cars had gone in the last yeah. in the five minutes. I was like, no one's going to move because everyone's here for the day. They're Pe- all gone. And Pe- it made me so angry. People are coming back into town and they're running errands, obviously. That's exactly. what's happening. I want to know, this is the thing I'm thinking, this Monday coming, which is not Monday the 8th, it's the other Monday, uh, famously in January, uh, this is when bosses get back to work. Yeah. So you know how bosses paying. take that extra week for some reason? Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> Very much so. This is when they come back to work. So, employees, I hope you've enjoyed your weird week where you just kind of get to inmates run the asylum for a little bit. Yeah, it's like a soft entry We're into all work. Proper back to work next Monday. You have a great weekend. We'll speak to you then. <laughs> bye bye. Well, that was the Ned and Josh podcast. Make sure to find the boys on socials. Just search at Ned and Josh.